Welcome to the Bards FM Podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Mass Psychosis and the Fourth Turning. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and today is Monday, January 23rd in the year 2023. We're into a crazy time as this awareness of the injection, the bioweapon, starts to surface in mass scale. And it's starting to go viral, and people are starting to realize that the decisions that they've made are going to be transformational in their lives, quite possibly. The depth of psychosis that led us into this is what we're going to look at as well, and essentially what we're challenged with here. This is a very difficult time for the United States because we were attacked. We didn't have anybody to be our advocate. Every person that we turned to or expected to be a defender failed. And they didn't get onto the game late. People were apprehensive to stand up against the injection, not on this account, as you know, not on this channel. But they were. And in so doing, now those voices are starting to awaken to what they've done themselves, but they still haven't accepted the responsibility of the damage that they have done by not leading from the front. It's a very dark time. And so it's something we're going to have to face in a reality of this nation on what we're going to have to go through because reality bites in a hard way. Now, before we begin tonight, a couple things. Tomorrow night I have Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers on, and you may not know who he is. He is a doctor, Special Forces, retired Lieutenant Colonel, who has been fighting for the reduction of the mandates and has actually succeeded. He was a major voice that's got the mandates pulled back for our soldiers. And and later in the week, we're going to have Dr. Kerry Madej on, and then if all goes right, we're going to have a close friend of mine, operator from who was a Somali veteran and from one of the most elite operating groups in the world, and that's retired Sergeant Major Joe Vega. And I've done the work together. He's a true hero. We're going to have him on later, hopefully on Friday. So we've got a good week of lineup of stuff. And then tomorrow night, I'm on Dr. Kerry Madej's show. And I'll give you a, we'll post those details on Telegram. Patriots, one thing to keep in mind right now is we are in a complete state of chaos. And we are. We don't may not recognize it, but we are. And one of those things that's going to happen is the food systems are going to start falling apart. That's going to happen by nature of people dying, getting sick, The infrastructure is collapsing. They're trying to transition us to something new, and we're going to see shortages. We're going to see things that we've never seen before. Their system has failed, and they're trying to put a Band-Aid on a hemorrhaging wound. The only thing that's going to stop that is us and making sure that we are well prepared. Patriots, you can hide your head in the sand, or you can face the future head on. Those are your two options. If you want to remain free and self-reliant, despite whatever happens in the world, 
You need to get yourself enough emergency food so you can survive the coming chaos in our society. You can fully expect food shortages if everything breaks down. And if you don't already have enough food on hand, you will regret it. So do yourself a favor and go to preparewithbards.com and save $200 on a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest preparedness company, and they're knocking $200 off the regular price of their three-month kit to help make it affordable for families who are feeling the pain of inflation right now. At this price, get one kit per person for your family. These kits are in stock, and they ship fast and free. Save $200 per kit when you go to preparewithbards.com preparewithbards.com. Patriots, I've said it so many times, food security is the foundation of personal sovereignty. So head on over to preparewithbards.com and take advantage of this amazing offer. Do it today. That's preparewithbards.com on Patriot Supply. Here's a quote from Mattias Desmet. It's from the book, The Psychology of Totalitarianism. Four things need to exist or need to be in place if you want a large-scale mass phenomenon to emerge. The first thing is that there needs to be a lot of socially isolated people, people who experience a lack of social bonds. The second one is there needs to be a lot of people who experience a lack of sense-making in life. And the third and fourth conditions are that there needs to be a lot of free-floating anxiety and a lot of free-floating psychological discontent. So, meaning anxiety and discontent that is not connected to a specific representation. That defines right there, by the way, the digital world and social media. So, it needs to be in their mind without the people being able to connect to do something If you have these four things, lack of social bonds, lack of sense-making, free-floating anxiety, and free-floating psychological discontent, then society is highly at risk for the emergence of a mass phenomenon. That's essentially where we are and what has just happened. I mean, we are literally at a place right now. There's a fantastic meme that came out today with our NPCs standing in line with their masks on and everybody with shots in their arms, and you have this bubble with all of them saying the same thing. I am fully vaccinated, and I am boosted, and I just tested positive for COVID-19. I am grateful for the protection my vaccines continue to provide. That's a psychosis. And this is the insanity of people that are saying things that we're going through this place. Like I told you, the five stages of grief, we're in the first three. And people are trying to tread away from going to the fourth, which is depression. But the first three are denial, anger, and bargaining. And you're hearing this because you'll hear things like, I I don't regret taking the injection. There's only one person who's ever said that to me that I have respect for. And you will hear him tomorrow night. And the reason he did it knowing what his mission was is because in order for him to get to the soldiers on the border to give them briefings so that they could make a choice and not have to take the injection, he took one so that he could be deployed there. That's the only reason so far I've heard from anybody that makes sense. Because when I hear people say like, well, I don't mind. I didn't, uh, I took it just because I had to go see my dying father. Get your father out of the hospital. That's what you should have done. But this one, the one you'll hear tomorrow night, Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, 
that's he's a self-sacrificing colonel. And we'll talk more about that tomorrow. But we're literally at a point right now where it's a point where people have to start to learn or unlearn obsessive fear. They have drilled into people's heads this idea of fear. I don't even know where this comes from. You know, I've talked about Zen Buddhism before. And and, and, and this is one of these things like if this offends people in your Christian faith, then get over it. Because I'm going to tell you there's great wisdom in some of this, especially since it is truly a warrior's meditation. And one of the most fundamental issues of Zen is get over your fear. You have to literally kill your fear. You have to live within the moment. And we don't do this. And so people live in this constant fear of death. Don't ask me why. Part of that is a disconnect from faith. And the other is this obsessive foolishness that like, oh, I'm going to lose my connection to materialism. I'm going to lose my connection to this. The whole concept of the fourth turning is probably best described by Strauss and Howe from the book, The Fourth Turning. Try to unlearn the obsessive fear of death and the anxious quest for death avoidance that pervades linear thinking in nearly every modern society. The ancients knew that without periodic decay and death, nature cannot compete or complete its full round of biological and social change. Without plant death, weeds would strangle, and they would strangle the forest. Without human death, memories would never die, and unbroken habits and customs would strangle civilization. Social institutions require no less. Just as floods replenish soil and fires rejuvenate forests, a fourth turning clears out society's exhausted elements and creates an opportunity. Unfortunately, we're living through a fourth turning. And it's really a natural consequence of people becoming so disconnected from reality, living in these fantasy worlds, thinking that everything out here is going to be just fine, that they don't even give any thought to consequence of what they're doing. I mean, how many people right now are paying attention to a simple thing like this, that the SWIFT system, which is what transfers money, and it's the international transfer of money, will no longer process fiat currency transfers from bank accounts to cryptocurrency exchanges with a value less than 100K effective February 1, 23. By the way, if you have crypto and you're trying to move fiat into it, you're done as of 31 January. Because all of the distractions that are going on in the world right now, people are just everywhere and they can't focus in on the real issues. We are being socially engineered as a world to face and accept the outcome, the reality that they want us to have. We don't have to accept it. But when you're locked into these states of fear and psychosis, people don't actually get it. And this is a great post today. I'm just going to read it. It's, there was a, Japan, or a Chinese study that stated that the center of the earth, the, the inner part of the earth, it spins. The ball, and then there's an inner part of the earth, apparently it spins. And I know I'm already going to get flat earthers going, you need to read flat earth. Get out of here. I'm done playing that game. We're basing this on what we know, and that's where we're going to have to be. So we're, we know that in the inner, there's a, there's a magnetic core to this planet that we're on. And they found that it was not rotating anymore back in 2013. That was Chinese research. 
and then it started to spin again. So somebody writes today, I think if this actually happened, the entire planet would be in absolute ruins. Almost all life would have perished, referring to the spinning of the, the stopping of the core or the core starting to spin in the opposite direction is actually what they're referring to. The response is perfect. And the guy writes, yeah, people would start cutting off their dicks, injecting themselves with whatever poison the state tells them to, mass migration invasions of rapists and pedophiles. The elites would debase everyone's wealth and steal from them under their nose. Yeah, it'd probably be pretty crazy times. That's where we are. We're in this insanity, and it is really driven by a mass psychosis of people just not even able to get their head around what is real. The motive, the, the cause, years of programming in, in, in television, in movies, in propaganda, triggers everything and then putting on this incessant points of fear and people have no foundation in faith to get past this fearful of death obsessively fearful of death I mean people that are 85 90 years old oh my goodness I'm going to die of COVID I don't mean to be callous but damn dude at that age you've done your walk and if you and I these are real stories so like Get a handle on it. But that's what psychosis does. It turns things on its head. And it turns things on its head massively. So we are in such a point right now in this world as we start to get a little bit of breathing room, a little bit, they're going to hit again with something. People are starting to raise their heads from this mass psychosis, but let's look at the framing. 2023 is unfolding before us, and we are confronted with a world literally drowning, drowning in unpayable debt, a global recession depression that's imminent, raging inflation at twice the level reported by our overlords in D.C. and in the media, and it's more than twice because your, your CPI is running at 82 8.3%, your real basics inflation on the basics of meat, eggs, milk, cheese, electrical or energy to heat your home and gas is running 50 to 75%. That's documentable. Add bread in there and flour too. Real unemployment that's four times the level reported by the government. A government that is completely devoid of honesty, integrity, and responsibility to its citizens. It's just running amok. It doesn't care what the laws are. They're just going to make stuff up. Question that. Check out the BATF and their garbage with pistol stocks. Or I guess they call them pistol braces or whatever they are. We have a society that's decapitated by corruption, materialism, narcissism, bereft, completely bereft of civic and personal responsibility. You have globalist billionaires that have, and they have captured these organizations of the WEF, the WHO, NATO, CDC, FDA, FBI, CIA, DOJ, and IRS, and they're all actively trying to rule the world through a technological and biological war. Put AI in there and vaccines right on the top of that list. And then we have insane politicians, generals, bureaucrats, that are thinking it's a good idea to push us to the point of World War III and playing with fire as they screw around with Ukraine and Taiwan and hopefully triggering something. And why? Likely because they all know how deep this rabbit hole goes and that they're all 
complicit. If you doubt that, take a listen to this. This is one of these weirdest things ever. At the funeral for Diamond and Silk, Silk talks about the friendship and the respect and love she has for President Trump. This is what he says at the podium. And, you know, the world has lost one of its brightest stars, real star, but I see that uh, we have another star who is equal to, but she stepped up and she is different. I'm, I'm serious. I thought I knew them both. I didn't. I knew, I knew Diamond, but I didn't know Silk at all. I just learned about Silk. You're fantastic. You're going to carry on beyond... Beyond anybody's wildest imagination. And I mean, I, I feel like I just walked into the Twilight Zone. I mean, I can read you the tweet. He, he references two great friends back in 2019, referencing Diamond and Silk. But what did Silk do? She went after the sudden death issue, claiming that Americans were being poisoned. We don't know whether they took the vax. People are saying, no, they didn't take the vax. I got news for you. You might want to check. I'm just going to leave it here. Make sure you investigate what their contract was with their media agency. There's a lot of pressure put on people to maintain their positions in life and a lot of pressure put on people to comply to maintain their livelihoods. And they made choices. So we have today, Dan Bongino came out, pretty heavy testimony about this situation. And let you listen to part of it here. Take a listen. So after the vaccine uh, debacle, uh, why would anyone trust the government anymore? And the debacle from the vaccine is growing. And when I I think debacle is actually almost an an underestimation of how bad the situation is growing. Okay, Um, there is clearly now information developing about side effects from the vaccine that were either unanticipated. That's the most benign explanation. Um, anticipated yet ignored a bad explanation or the worst explanation anticipated and covered up and not ignored. In other words, they knew it have developed. So here's the problem we have right there. And we know, or we are learning more and more about this injection and Dan's on to something here, which is that the patents go back to 2015. And we know that the plan was incubated apparently back in 2013 So this isn't an unknown issue. In fact, and we went over this last week, there are indications and there's a lot of questions being asked now that if the side effects that we're reading about aren't actually side effects, but were points of delivery for a product and that was its consequence by design, that changes the entire lens on this. So we're long past this point of having to deal with I need to take it. That psychosis, fortunately, is starting to settle, but the consequence of the psychosis is not small. There's now no longer a question that side effects have developed from the vaccine. That that we know. But it is a fair and open question to say, well, okay, well, what's the degree of it? The real scandal gets covered up because the left focuses on small minutia and the hysteria and forgets the real scandal that you were forced to jam something in your arm that, candidly, they knew very little about. There was enormous pressure early on to shut the up about the vaccine. You guys know you lived through it with me. There was enormous pressure being put on people to shut up about the vaccine. It was a choice. If you wanted to take the chance, 
and you were afraid of COVID, not understanding what the long-term effects of this thing were, but you were afraid you were going to die, that was your choice to do it. But the culture early on to pressure people to shut up was bananas. It was crazy. Remember, all politics are local. And there is nothing more local than what's going on inside this thing you call your body. People are starting to ask real questions, folks. Yeah, well, here's the problem. We're dealing with an, an effort of genocide. And nobody wants to jump into this arena. They're all afraid of tiptoeing around this thing. And they don't want to put their heads around a couple of aspects. Look, I respect Dan Bongino, but here's my problem. When an influencer like that takes the injection and encourages people to consider it, use your thing, but I took it, they become an influencer to make people to make a decision. Scott Adams was an advocate for the vaccine. We're going to hear it here in a minute. He's now retracting. And we had President Trump out there in front telling people it's a good thing and encouraging it. Where is that line that we fall in where it says you're accountable? Because if you listen to Kosh, and he's talking over the weekend, talking at one of the rallies, talking to people about how, well, you know, if we'd known what we had known before or know now, we would have done things differently. It was a DOD responsibility. Here's the real answer to that. You don't get to kill people with a mistake and walk away from it. And the sickest part of all of this, which is ends up being very much like Nazi state Germany, is every single person that was involved in taking it became part of an engine to put pressure on people to take it. Those in the elite understood this. They understood how to create that mass psychosis. And just like they do everything else, they distribute the guilt across a culture so that they themselves can hide behind the umbrella of individual actions. So you'll probably see persecutions of doctors, nurses, teachers, as should be. But that allows them to sit behind the scenes and not be held accountable for the crimes which they were perpetuating on their own hand. Right now, if I, this is where I would be. And this is where this country would grow immediately as a nation. But we don't have a leader that has the spine to do this. And that would be if President Trump came in and said to the public, I made a mistake. I signed documents that authorized this. This is killing people. There needs to be an immediate stop to this. We are going to run an investigation no matter where it leads, including to my desk. If that's where it leads, then I will face the music. That's a leader I would like to hear right now. But we don't have that. We have all these slimes out here trying to slide left and right to get out of the way of the freight train and the avalanche that they let go of their own hand. And I'm really just fed up with this because we still have people out here advocating for it. You've got the CDC that's and pushing its next round. Pfizer's advertising with BioNet or Biotech to their next round of injections. Martha Stewart is their voice. I guess like carrying a sword in a kitchen and chopping off the top of a pineapple, which is her commercial, is supposed to get the point across that we're going to behead this injection or this COVID thing, this fake virus that they created, by the way. But the whole problem with all of this centers on the principle 
of a psychosis in a nation that we're still not even past yet. We still, we are still living in a hellish landscape. And we still have a huge percentage of the U.S. and global population that are unable or unwilling to regain a common sense and ability to comprehend that they have been duped, used, lied to, and sacrificed at the altar of the Great Reset. That's where we've arrived. I mean, just consider this statistic. It is projected, this comes from a tweet uh, today, it is projected that the U.S. government interest payments will rise to over $1.2 trillion per year in the next two years as more debt rolls over at the new higher tax rates or the new higher rates of interest. That means that one-third of all tax revenues in this country are going to pay the debt which they've created in this endless paper printing supply, which nobody in any office, I don't care if you're, you're gonna, you can start back wherever you want, nobody going forward gets a pass on that one. Nobody. These are real issues that are crushing down on people's lives while people are now having to awaken to the principle that, oh, yeah, by the way, I was caught up in this insanity and in the midst of this insanity, I, I, I realized that, I don't know, man, I realized that I, I guess I shouldn't have been so excited about the injection because now it's in me. But I, I feel good about it because I did the right thing for the greater good. Mm-hmm. There's a couple paragraphs from an article in Zero Hedge. This article is, is called The Fourth Turning Meets Mass, Form, Mass Psychosis Formation. Great article that came out today in Zero Hedge. Take a listen to this. The reason no one is expecting a sudden collapse, because right now that's where we're headed to, by the way, is because it is hardly ever happens. Just like whoever sees an injection that will hardly ever kill or kills the majority of people it's injected into, unless you're in Nazi Germany. It goes on. We are trapped in our normalcy bias cocoon. The stock market goes up for a week. The stock market goes down for a week. The experts try to interpret the meaning of each word uttered by Powell or one of the Fed cronies. Elections are held to see which group of corrupt politicians will be in control for of screwing us up even more. Biden says something student, stupid. Harris says something stupid. Trump sells NFT cards of himself. <laughs> That's, I'll tell you, that's like on the top of this twilight zone that we're in right now. I'll tell you. Twitter files are released. Covidian cultists continue to deny, to deny the reality the jabs are killing and maiming millions while, and while still pushing the toxic injections on children. Drag queen shows for children and transgender deviants are heralded by the Satanists. We sent another $100 billion dollars. We don't have to the actor in Ukraine, so more of his people can be slaughtered. Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, and the rest of the globalist elite fly in their private jets to Davos to plan the, their takeover of the world. Climate imbeciles want to ban your gas stove, want, want you to eat bugs, glue themselves to the concrete and to paintings, and never venture more than 15 minutes from your hovel. That's their 
15 minute lockdown stuff. The daily distractions of life, along with the trivialities that like social media, sporting events, mass media propaganda, and this government shit show, keep the masses from seeing the danger dead ahead. This is everything we've been talking about here for three years. And we're at this culmination point. And we are literally a population anymore. To quote Neil Postman, who wrote, Amusing Ourselves to Death, Public Discourse in the Age of Show Business, Americans no longer talk to each other. They entertain each other. They do not exchange ideas. They exchange images. They do not argue their propositions. They argue what good good, good looks, celebrities, and commercials are. Man, this is a crisis that we're in. And it's a crisis that is literally the outcome of a 1984-type framework that unfortunately has left many, many people maimed and damaged. This is not going to be easy to get out of. I'm going to let you listen to some more Bongino. Take a listen. Folks, a video went viral this weekend. Scott Scott Adams. Scott Adams has a very popular social media account, uh, comments on political issues a lot. Well, Scott Adams, uh, who... I, I guess in the past had spoken out about the vaccine and now has had a change of heart, put out this video about the vaccine this weekend. And the video went viral, was uh, just dominating Twitter. Here's Scott Adams on the cultural shift now going on with the vaccine from people who were formerly pro-vaccine, who now understand that they're, they're, they're skeptical of the side effects. I, I, I want you to I want you say in advance, I disagree with the language he uses here. Check this out. They feel better. The, the thing they're not worrying about is what I have to worry about, which is, I wonder if that vaccination five years from now, because really the anti-vaxxers, I think, were really just distrustful of big companies and big government. That's never wrong. It's never wrong to distrust government. It's never wrong to distrust big companies. Right. So if you just took the position, let's just distrust everything the government did. Well, you won. You won. (laughs) You won completely. I did not end up in the right place. Agree? You would all agree with that, right? I did not end up in the right place. The right place would be natural immunity, no, no vaccination. No, Scott Adams, the right place would have been to listen to reason and not take the damn thing. And don't go after the people like he did promoting the vax, and now give this backhanded sort of apology that somehow like, oh, oops, I was wrong, and you won. We was never about winning. We weren't in this thing for like some victory lap. We were out here all the time trying to warn people of the death shot that they were about ready to stick into their veins because we knew better, not because, not only because we didn't trust government and corporations. That's a big one but because we paid attention to what was actually going on. We did the research, and we spoke the truth. I remember when Bongino took the shot, and I was on Twitter. I was calling him out. You know, this is, this is crazy. And so now we're in this place where people are going through this process. Again, your five steps of grief, and they're in their first three steps. They don't want to get to step four because that's, When you talk about step four, that's depression. That's when you accept the reality. 
Everything now is still about this deflection, this bargaining, this denial, and a bit of anger. You can hear it in Scott Adams' voice. You won. You won. I didn't want to win. I did not want to win this fight. What we wanted was a society that would function with brains. They would operate with an ability to think cognitively and not be these damn sheep that walked off, this, walked off the cliff. And it's just unbelievable to me. And we're not getting the truth even from these folks. No one can sit here and tell me. And Bongino's fair because at least he gets into the fact that it's the worst decision he's ever made. So the downside of this, the enormous downside, is you are going to see, I believe, a human tragedy as a lot of people are impacted by this thing going forward. If there is some small sliver of hope in this growing tragedy, folks, um, it's that the natural distrust of an entity I've warned you to distrust your entire life, the government, has now reached a critical mass. Government always, always has a mercenary purpose. There is no benevolent purpose to government, ladies and gentlemen. Read federal, read the Federalist Papers. Was it Federalist 51? If men were angels, men were angels wouldn't need government. They're not. Government's supposed to restrain the ill intentions of many men out there. The problem with government is as they, as they grow their power portfolio, Lord Acton was right. The power corrupts and the absolute power they accumulate corrupts absolutely. Just look at what, if you want to spend a minute on a search engine, just look at what Lena Khan at the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission is doing right now trying to unilaterally become a monarch by uh, making sure every non-compete clause in the country basically disappears. She's not even an elected lawmaker. This is what's happening. And the mistrust of government is growing. Why is that a good thing? Why is that an upside? It's an upside because I'm hoping in, in, a, in essence that with these natural vicissitudes and ups and downs of life that we're on the upswing of a group of people here in the United States that may become a growing majority that'll be skeptical of government and vote for people who believe the same thing. And we'll get back maybe at some point in the future to some form of restraint. We have big individual liberty and small government rather than big government and small individual liberty. There are a lot of people living in fear right now. Again, uh, you know, I'm one of them. I don't mean to keep harping on this, but if I, I'd be lying to you if I said that two to three hours of my day aren't spent trying to, Think of how much damage may have been done um, to my heart. I'm telling you, I monitor these things, and I just haven't felt right in a long time. And I don't know if that's the case, but uh, I'm just scared, and I know a lot of people are too. Man, I am sorry for Dan. He's a good man, and I'll pray for him. But this is what we knew was coming, and we talked about this. And the problem is that people were weak. And, you know, there's all this thing. I'm going to probably get tons of lectures from people I know. It's like, well, we have to forgive them. We have. Look, I'm going to call out truth. And the truth is we had spineless people in this nation. I'm not going to give them a pass. Look, we were in this thing with this COVID mask bit in the spring of 2020. This injection didn't roll out for six months later. We knew what was coming. They were advertising it. In fairness to President Trump, he presented alternative therapies. HCQ, media slaughtered him. Chlorine dioxide, media slaughtered him. Light therapy in the blood, media slaughtered him. And worse than that, 
a big chunk of MAGA walked away and said, oh, this isn't going to work. This is crazy. I got to have a shot. Well, you got it. And now as a nation, we're left here adrift in this pain and agony that we're going to have to suffer through simply because people had no spine to stand up and be strong in the face of evil. The upside, the upside is us. Reminds me of the quote of Mark Twain. In the beginning of change, the patriot is a scarce man and a brave and hated and scorned. When his cause succeeds, the timid join them. For then it costs nothing to be a patriot, Scott Adams. Doesn't cost anything now. It took a lot to stand up. And it's going to have to take a lot to get us out of this. We are dealing with multiple crises of a world that wants this nation slaughtered. We still lack the centralized leadership in any domain that is simply saying, stop the injection. Doctors are saying it. We're saying it here. Where's that senior leadership that says, stop the injection? They're not. We have a border that's flowing across thousands of people every week. We have fighting age males pouring into this nation, drugs dumping into our streets. When I was in Philadelphia, I lived in Fishtown. 2015, 2016, I lived in Fishtown. Really nice condo there. I enjoyed it. I liked that part of Philadelphia. Philadelphia is an armpit of the world anymore, but two blocks away from where I lived was the L. The L is the elevated rail. That's the beginning of Kensington Corridor. At the time, there was one shooting and two fentanyl deaths a night and not going unreported in that space, two, starting two blocks from the backyard of my condo. Today, it looks like a zombie apocalypse. Places I've walked, places I know very well. Fentanyl and heroin have destroyed our inner cities. They're destroying our youth. To add to that, this willful attack on us by our biomedical companies. As you get people like Elon Musk saying, well, I had some bad feelings after I took the shot, but three weeks prior puts out a tweet and says, mRNA has great potential for humanity. Yeah, it sure does. It's a great potential for your 3D printed hearts that you want to push on the public. They knew all along this was going to go after the heart. And I'm going to tell you why I know that. Number one, it was in their propaganda. Every single medical 3D medical or future medical film that they put out, propaganda piece out of the WEF, always showed a heart being 3D printed. They knew damn well this thing was going after the heart. And the other reason, which is spiritual. The heart is the bridge to God. They want to replace that electromagnetic engine in the body or kill you off so that the only person you can hear is their little God with a little G. So for those out there that may feel uncomfortable because you took the injection, here's a great tweet by David Vance. has some great wisdom in it. Remember when we told you that COVID was a scam and that the vaccines were a danger? Well, we were right. Now we're telling you Ukraine is a gigantic scam, that the WEF is a menace, and the climate change is a power grab. Pay attention. See, because here's the hard part that this society is going to have to face. There has been a separation in this world. 
There is literally, as I have said, a bifurcation occurring. Whatever that physically looks like in the structural sense of the earth, I don't know. But in terms of people, there are now two populations. There are those that didn't take the shot that are rapidly migrating towards a deeper relationship in faith and God. They've learned something. There are those that took the shot that are either now suffering with this reality that they screwed up big time and they're going to have to live with that fear, which is not a good thing. Or worse, they're still in the cult trying to tell everybody to take the shot. So here's something to keep in mind. This comes from McKinsey on Twitter. Conspiracy theorists, otherwise known as people capable of pattern recognition. And the definition of pattern recognition by a psychology today is pattern recognition, according to IQ test designers, is a key detriment, determinant, I'm sorry, determinant of a person's potential to think logically, verbally, numerically, and spatially. Compared to all mental abilities, pattern recognition is said to have the highest correlation with the so-called general intelligence factor. So for those that took the shot, I hate to tell you, but your general intelligence factor was shit. And in the process, you strategically put our nation at risk. And for all those corrupt people that push this thing, literally, we're going to hold you accountable. And for those higher up on the food chain, there is no escaping this. Because the deal is this. I was on Ann Vandersteel's show earlier this morning. She asked me, do you think there's going to be hope? I said, yes, there is. There is hope. There's great hope. It's not going to be easy, but we're getting there. And the reason there's hope is we're waking up to the fact as a whole that government can't be trusted. But those that held the line on the injection understood very clearly what we were about. We were never about anti-vax. We were about antitrust and about truth. Don't tr- We were anti-trusting, meaning we did not want to trust these corporations with their propaganda. We were researching and finding the truth. And we found out that they were lying right from the very beginning. And while the Covidians marched off the cliff, we were screaming to try to save them, our fellow brethren in this nation and in this world. And sadly, they didn't listen. As we go up that tree, we recognize that there's a lot of people that were victimized by this. Sad, but true. People have lost family members. They've lost relationships in more than one way. But the amazing part that this nation is going to learn and this world is going to learn and this leadership in this world is going to learn is, oh, we're not vengeful. We're just righteous. And in the righteous walk of truth, we're coming. Don't kid yourself. For all those that are sitting comfortably, maybe tucking yourself in your bunker, I could care less. I hope you can stay there for the rest of your life because if you pop your head out, we will find you. This is just beginning. They launched the initial assault on humanity. We will reclaim that position. And we will reclaim the dominance of who we are as humanity, for humanity. And for those of you that took the shot, we ask one thing, including Bongino and Scott Adams. Humble yourself. Understand that you impacted people's lives negatively and quit being arrogant. Get on your damn knees and put yourself before Christ and ask for forgiveness. 
because we're not playing anymore. You caused damage in people's lives because you took a position from your arrogance and your ego and your fear that you did not think clearly and you were unwilling to listen to those that had the courage to stand and hold the line. So get some spine. Be humble. Put yourself before God. Ask for forgiveness. And if you don't follow God, Scott Adams, learn quick because you're going to need it. Crosby of Crosby Stills and NASA just died, thought heaven was a joke. He died the next day. Got news for you. There's an atonement coming for everybody. This isn't a time to play. But it is a time that people need truth and honesty from the heart. Influencers had an operation, had a mission from the very beginning to keep people safe, not to express their own fears and translate that into a story or a show because they didn't follow facts. They followed emotion. They didn't use a good sense of tactical awareness. They just reacted with their gut. And unfortunately, as the gunfire started, instead of taking a knee and assessing the terrain, taking a deep breath and understanding what the objective was so that you could ruthlessly pursue and kill the enemy, they panicked. And they gave in. That's a respect that they have to re-earn. And they owe that. All the influencers out there that caved to this injection, they owe an apology and a humbleness to the people to try to build the bridges of healing to realize that the ones that are out here and have always been out here fighting for them and everybody else have been what the people call the anti-vaxxers. Screw that title. We're just human. And we're damn proud of it. And we were patriots from the beginning because we loved them and we were trying to help them. So don't tag us. We were here to fight for a nation and a people. And unfortunately, if you really want to take the tally, we weren't very successful. But we're still fighting and we'll never stop. Let's pray. Father, as we close this show today, we just pray for, we pray for humility across this nation right now. We pray for those that have influenced others to take this death shot, to humble themselves and take accountability for the impact that they've made on other people's lives. It's never been about them. And sadly, there's a lot of people out here that trusted voices to lead them in a difficult time and decision, and those voices failed. We're not holding a grudge, Father. We're just praying for accountability to you in their heart and accountability to this nation, to the other and other nations wherever they sit. This is time to be humbled, and through humility we gain strength. And so we pray for that humility to settle in, to cast aside the arrogance and the edge, to put themselves before Christ, to repent. And then join us in this walk, in this body of Christ as one, as one voice, as we pray for healing for the many that have been damaged by this injection. Not an easy time. But we're going to keep one foot in the trenches, Father, as we keep one foot in kingdom. And we're going to keep our eyes forward to slay this enemy and to bring it to justice. Guide our hand. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen.
So another big call out today, the end of the show. I just want to recognize all of our soldiers that have held the line against this vax, against a tyrannical military, against a corrupt leadership that is so obsessed with policy rather than science, politics and career rather than people. For those in uniform and those who have served that fought for those in uniform, as you will hear from a great man tomorrow night, God bless you. Thank you. We are blessed to have some in our own organization, meaning our own group, Bards Nation, and they are true heroes. And if there's ever been a fight that a soldier's had to stand up and fight, I would say of all the wars we've had, this one for those in uniform was the most brutal because they didn't get the benefit of having their brethren on their left and their right. Instead, instead they had to keep their heads spinning from left and right to make sure somebody didn't stab, stab them in the back. So we have great heroes in our ranks in uniform. If you ever come across somebody who was discharged or left the military because they didn't take the vax, hire them. They will be the best employee, the best partner you have ever had. They are truly what defines heroism. We stood up a difficult fight, all of us. But those in uniform were like they were in a damn prison being waylaid every single day on every single side by their commands. It sickens me. And I have so much respect for the soldiers that survived this. And they're still fighting, by the way. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And God always wins. But he has us here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue this enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. I'm sorry, for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships 
as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 